This podcast features three supposed adults who definitely use adult language. They're also supposedly writers who are definitely not procrastinating by making this podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to No Bad Ideas, the storytelling game show where we take the worst ideas from the internet and try to turn them into stories that are actually good. My name is Gabriel Urbina. I am your first Bad Ideas host. My name is Sarah Shackett. I'm your second Bad Ideas host. And my name is Zach Valenti, your third Bad Ideas host. Uh, uh, three, uh. three hosts. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Uh. I love it. This is the energy that we're bringing into it today. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Zach, Sarah, how are you guys doing? How's your day going? It's about to get worse, but how's it going so far? <laughs> Oh, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. You know, I've been thinking about it all day, how my mm-hmm. day has just been fine. And I've been Until making good now. decisions. And now. <laughs> well, let's change that. For anyone that is joining us for the first time, this is No Bad Ideas, the game show where we bring the worst things that we find on the internet, things that you might call a very definitely very bad, no good, not even a little bit good idea. And we present them to each other. We, the other people have not seen the ideas beforehand. And then we discuss for 10 minutes how we could make them into a good movie or a good television show or a good novel or a good, you know, comic book or a cave painting or something, just any kind of narrative based on the idea. I have the first bad idea today. Do you guys want to jump on in? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. From the great Roman forum of our times, from the Parthenon of modern ideas, Uh Reddit's Am I the Asshole page, I bring you someone that asks the very humble question. And by the way, dear readers, there will be a link to this in the episode description if you would like to read along. The person asks, am I the asshole for being mad my boyfriend won't make noodles the way I like? Say more. It seems unreasonable, but say more. (laughs) The text reads, Okay, okay, this sounds dumb, but hear me out. I have always been a picky eater. Already, I sympathize with this person. I've always been a picky eater, especially when it comes to tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was a kid, my dad would make my spaghetti different from the rest of the house. I like having an essence of the sauce flavor on the noodles, but not the overpowering flavor of having noodles bathe in the sauce. So here's where it gets a little bit odd. Mm-hmm. My dad would separate my spaghetti from the families after putting the sauce on and then would rinse the sauce off with the sink and strainer. I love noodles like this, as it is a nice, subtle tomato vibe given to the mild spaghetti. Now we jump forward. So my, I'm 20 years old, my boyfriend, he's 26, Mm -hmm. has known about this since we started dating. He always told me my food habits were cute. We have been dating for almost three years now. Three, three years. Okay, Uh, uh, that uh, changes uh. the complexion of this. (laughs) And moved in together at the beginning of the pandemic so we could be in lockdown together. I think this post is a couple of years old. This is maybe from like 2021, 2022. Ever since we moved in together, he insisted on taking charge of cooking and all cooking related tasks, dishes, groceries, shopping, etc. And he assigned me the role of cleaning the bulk of the apartment. We split other tasks pretty much 50-52. Everything was Perfect. And he always seemed, seemed in all caps, to be making noodles the way I liked them when we had them. 
This was until last week. Oh boy. When we last had spaghetti. We ate and everything was good. But afterwards, he started teasing me, saying things like, you really liked your pasta with an essence of tomato. And how was your tomato essence, babe? Always using finger quotes around the word essence. After a few comments, I felt something was off. Yeah, no shit. And asked him if he had done anything differently with tonight's noodles than he usually does. He started laughing. When he finally stopped laughing, he told me the whole truth while smirking. Oh my God, strong villain energy. Oh yeah. I know. He said... I didn't do anything different than I usually do. I have never been making it the way you have requested. Apparently, the entire time we've been living together, he's just been skipping the pasta sauce on my noodles entirely. He claimed that if I didn't notice for this long, then it shouldn't matter that he is making dinner in a way that is easier for him. I disagree entirely. I think the lying is a huge breach of trust, and so is the refusal to make dinner how I wanted. I have admittedly been acting passive-aggressive to him since, but he thinks he did nothing wrong, <laughs> that I'm overreacting, and that I need to let it go. Am I the asshole? Asks the original poster. Oof. Wow. Yeah, there's 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 a lot to yeah, digest a, there. Wow. That is as they Excellent say use of the word digest. That is as they say one spicy uh plate of spaghetti meatballs. Yeah, but without the meatballs because yeah, you don't want you don't any want sauce. That. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with you are the weirdo dating the asshole. Yes, yes. Like undeniably eccentric, undeniably sort of like someone that is making an imposition upon other people. That was a dick move on the boyfriend's part. Yeah, Yeah. what the fuck is that behavior? (laughs) Please don't stunt on your significant other, everyone. No, I'm going to start. I promise you. I'm starting this 10 minute timer, by the way. But I like that this guy was kind of basically like he could have done this once and just kind of left it alone. But it was like, no, 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 no. We got to commit. This needs to be a long this, this term a project. project. Yeah, I guess things got weird in lockdown. I don't um, know. Was he like biting his tongue? Like what had him laugh that night? My read on it is that this was finally the night that he decided to come clean. Was it a calendar event? Yeah. Like, what, like, like maybe they've been living together for a year or something. And like, I don't know, like maybe it was the 50th time that he made her spaghetti. But for whatever reason, that was the day that his flip switched from secret project to today's the day. Yeah. Today. Like, did yeah. she yeah. like not the get the blood stain out of his shirt or something? Like, like <laughs> what about like their deal changed? Right. That he was like, yeah. <laughs> I think we should go with the like more diabolical version of this. Like, I think in real life, it's probably he was like, I'm not going to like dribble sauce on her pasta. That's silly. I'm just going to give her plain pasta and not say anything. If she calls me on it, that's fine. But then she didn't. Right. And then one day, finally, like, yeah, he just found it funny and couldn't stop or whatever. And couldn't stop. Yeah. yeah. But no, but like, fuck that. Let's go a different direction. I love the more Machiavellian version of this where there is a calendar invite involved. I don't know to what if this is an intervention. <laughs> it's the last uh, or what's going on but i think i think this has to be like instead of a a 20 year old who's just moved in with their boyfriend who's six years older i think let's have like maybe this is someone who's like a food critic or an expert or someone who 
their eccentricity, they get to like press it on other people, if that makes sense. Hmm. Okay. Then there has to be like a plan to show them that they're a hypocrite or the error of their ways or sure, or whatnot. sure, sure. This is like you know to use the Devil Wears Prada example. Like this is the editor of a like very prestigious and powerful magazine. And yeah. So when Called they, essence. Yeah. <laughs> that is a. I believe there is an Essence magazine. Um. And so when you know when the editor of Essence asks for you know it has to be in this case it would need to be something weirder than this. It would need to be like you know veal parmigiana, but like without the veal, but like cooked with the veal and then having the veal removed or something like that. Then, you know, everyone is just like, they're the owner of the magazine. So we just do, we do what they say. What they say goes. Yeah. And so in an inception type way, they have to get the magazine editor's minds to change. They can't just be told to do something a different way. I don't know if cooking is the right shout for this or not, whether it should be something that's more dramatic or contentious. I'm thinking. So like the underlying premise is like doing something in a very particular way that would be easy to kind of like skip all the steps and not be able to like tell if it was done. Right. And it is predicated upon the person that is requesting it being done that way, presumably being able to tell the difference. Yes. And then someone right. going, I'm going to test this. I'm going I don't to- think you can. Yeah. Like it's it's not the emperor's uh, not wearing any clothes, but it's like there's like some like it's there's a, a reason that's coming to mind. Yeah. Like it's a little yeah. princess in the pee. I'm just kind of like, no, I will be able to feel that thing. 50 mattresses down. Right. Right. And I wonder if like a, a fairy tale thing might even be a better way to dramatize this of like you have a very eccentric princess who thinks she has to do all of these things in order to like meet her true love but like the animated frogger or whoever is around is just like no you just need to be a normal person I promise Hmm. you cannot taste the pasta it was plain right right it's reminding me of I feel like they did this experiment with uh, like pigeons at some point where they like had a reward system that was randomized but like only after rewarded them for doing some sort of dance and then they Uh kept like doing Doing the dance dance. Uh and then pressing the button but it like wasn't connected to the button or the dance and so you just had these sort of religious pigeons right it happened once so this is clearly how it works (laughs) right right right. yeah okay so wait so like we're talking about a world of fairy tales where people operate with the assumption that these like fairy tales story logic things are real life and they're true Yeah. And then having someone that is coming in and being like, no, you don't need to do it that way. You can kind of be free and just live your life. So you're saying you want to do mythic mythbusters is what you're saying. I mean, I love this, but I I was going to bring in maybe the complication of there's horrible consequences for like on the face of it, nothing bad has happened, but you've been like opening the rift to the bad dimension the whole time. (laughs) So it's like, like, haha, isn't it so funny that you like didn't notice that we didn't use Use the sacred secret sheet underneath right, right. your bottom sheet. Nothing bad happened. And then at the bottom of the lake, the eldritch monster stirred in their sleep. It's been like, growing yeah. all yeah. along. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you made a terrible, <laughs> terrible mistake in your self-righteousness, you bad boyfriend. Mm. <laughs> Not that it's a boyfriend, but. Mm-hmm. No, I, I love that, though. But then maybe like the eldritch abomination at the bottom of the lake is either super chill and like <laughs> is very grateful to be let out of his prison. Right. Like he was also a part of the like Compact that he's now like yeah. only too happy to get out of. Exactly, exactly. Or being able to not do stuff by the book and sort of bow your free will to destiny allows the princess to be able to fight the Eldritch Abomination. Either or. 
Interesting, interesting. What I like about the second one is that, like, the story needs stakes somehow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, there's, like, more to do. Like, I feel like depending on the target, like, if we're... There is a comedy version of this in which the first one is great. It's, like, Mm -hmm. a little bit Sunday morning cartoons or, you know, sort of Adult Swim style, just, like... And then it's, like, the princess and the Eldridge monster just, like, crush GameCube. <laughs> it's really impressive. I like the specificity of yeah, it being, it being a GameCube. Yeah. yeah, I mean Smash. Yeah, is no, quite hey, as good on yeah. the Wii. No, I don't know. Yeah. That Mario Kart on the GameCube has not been equaled as of yet. That's there, true. I said it. So get in the comments if you disagree. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, if we're if we're trying to bottle lightning, like it's harder to make the stakeless drift into like random abandon for a ninety minute feature. Sure. And I like this sort of like backing into hero to save the the world rather than it being, you know, it's a princess who's who's doing all these things to be like proper and find true love and like the abandonment of them and then like making right what happens actually turns her into the hero as opposed to like, you know, it being I'm playing a lot of Tears of the Kingdom right now. Um <laughs> so it being, you know, Link going on an adventure and needing this many Bacoblin horns to upgrade his armor and stuff. Very good. All right. So you have a minute. You can either tell me a little bit more about how like the plot comes together or we can change our gears to the really important things. What is it called and who is in it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have the princess. She needs sort of like nighttime ritual, a bedtime ritual done in a very particular way every time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has, by the, the new staff, not been done because, my God, is their day so much easier and over so much sooner mm-hmm. if they phone it in yeah. and don't do any of that, which she can never tell. Yeah. They learn two weeks into the job. Yeah. So, like, this is turning a little bit into, like, a parable about why you should just you should just listen to the royalty. Like, it's one of these kinds of things where it's like, you know... Well, no, I don't think hey, so. Hey, they seem eccentric, but no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. yeah, yeah. It's about like having conviction in your work, but I think it's probably a good thing that the Eldritch Abomination is vanquished in this case. It's also about facing your demons. Yeah, yes. no, that, that is absolutely what it is. That was time. So that is what it is on that. We will come back to the title in a different lifetime. My demon. There you go. Oh, very nice, guys. Very nice. Thank you for uh, joining me and being horrified at this person's situation yeah. with their boyfriend yeah that's that's definitely a uh an ex-boyfriend hopefully by this sure, yeah. sure seems like sure seems like so i did scroll down and i did find update oh no one day later my boyfriend found the post and is not happy i'm debating pouring the sauce directly down the drain to spite him Update later that day. So a lot has happened since this morning. Y'all may be happy to hear we broke up. We had a huge blow up fight since he found the post, which led to me breaking up with him. He did not like being called a predator. And I started to think y'all had a point about that. So I ended up breaking up with him. He attempted to plead with me a little bit. My parents pay rent, so he can't afford the place without me. (gasps) But I won't budge. Should have fucked with the sauce. Yeah. You should have done it the way she liked. Now some things I found out in the argument. First, oh my God. 
God. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> this is going to such a crazy place. Uh-huh. Now, some things I found out in the argument. First, he's not a pharmacist like he always told me. <gasps> he just works at CVS. Oh, my Second, God. Second, he has actually cheated on me multiple times with other Whoa. girls that go to my college. And lastly, and worst of all, he has never actually been allergic to dogs and just doesn't like them. And that is why we don't have one. Oh, my God. What a skis ball. Yeah. Yeah. You no, be, dodged be, a bullet. Be free, girl. Yeah. And also, like, oh what God. an idiot to just kind of like, yeah, let me fuck with, let me repeatedly put my place where I live at yeah. stakes. Yeah. My living by, situation. Yeah. It's worth a gag. Let me just take this for granted. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. If he was a pharmacist, he could afford rent. They make yeah. bank. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, if anybody deserves to scramble for housing, it's that guy. Hey there, Zach Valenti here with a quick reminder that if you love No Bad Ideas or any of the podcasts Gabrielle, Sarah, and I create, you can support us with a monthly membership at nobadideaspodcast.com slash support. For as little as $1 a month, you can get access to the No Bad Ideas back catalog and hear every bad idea we've ever done. And as an Idealist member, you could even snag a special shout out in the credits. You can learn more and sign up today at nobadideaspodcast.com slash support. Once more, that's nobadideaspodcast.com slash support. All right. And with that, let's get back to the show. All right. I don't have more culinary options to offer you, but can I offer you guys a bad idea from the world of sports? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's sports. play the sports ball. Yeah. So this comes to us from CNN and it is a Reuters report from originally a Portuguese source. So heads up that the, the quotes are translations, okay. but I shall read it. It's pretty short. So the headline reads, Brazil fan leaves everything to Neymar in will. To Neymar, the football player? Mm -hmm. Wow. So the article reads, leaving everything you own to a multimillionaire soccer player would not be everyone's idea of a good cause. I was going to say, like, this is probably like a drop in the bucket for Neymar. But all right. All right. But one Brazilian fan could not think of a more deserving recipient of his worldly goods than Neymar Jr. How else do you give them your effigies of them made in (laughs) candle wax? (laughs) (laughs) The anonymous fan said that beyond a love for the Brazilian national team and for its football legacy, he identified with Neymar, which led him to officially name the Brazil striker in his will. Quote, his wife, four kids and three grandchildren are all horrified. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Quote, I like Neymar. I identify with him a lot. I also suffer with defamation. I am also very family oriented. And the relationship with his father reminds me a lot of family oriented with what you're doing, though. No, no, no. With my father who passed away, he said in an interview with local media outlet Metropolis. I'm so oriented with my family. That's why I'm leaving them nothing. Yeah. Quote, 
I am not in very good health. And because of that, I really saw that I don't have anyone to leave my things to. I wouldn't want the government or relatives I don't get along with to take my things. (laughs) All right. Never mind. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, 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 I, this, this, this sold me. Yeah. The 30 year old added that he had tried unsuccessfully to give his assets to the Brazilian international before, but the <laughs> will was a legal way to do so. And the document was signed by a notary's office in Porto Alegre. Paris Saint-Germain's Neymar is one of the world's best paid sportsmen with estimated earnings of 85 million for 2023, according Guys, to Forbes. I, this guy figured out how we get any script to the head of any right, right, right. <laughs> any studio. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, I know that above all, he is not greedy, something a bit rare these days, the fan said. So I think like the fan situation, it actually makes a lot of sense and perhaps is even sweet. Sure, but I sure. love I the mean, idea of an estate going to a very famously wealthy person. Right. And maybe there's some cursed objects in it. I don't know. Right. Like, you know, it's one of these like you were in a bad situation. You would have given that money to charity to like. I'm sure you knew at least there is at least one person around you that could have really benefited from you. You know, did you have a favorite teacher? Are they still alive? This assumes yeah. that they had anything to give other than the wax effigies. a pile of receipts with on the back of them bad drawings of said player. <laughs> the thing that gets me in this is that like he, this person has tried to give his assets yeah, to before. Neymar before. And I'm like, what is that about? <laughs> How did that fail to come to pass? <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb and say restraining order for 500. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Security detail. This is fascinating because, yeah, like my mind sort of goes to like this could be like the start of like an Alfred Hitchcock thriller or something like that, where it's like this is kind of a good way to like maybe surreptitiously move something from somewhere. Because if it's just like, well, the U.S. government creates this fake person and then they have the fake person fake pass away and then there is this estate and the estate is going to the French diplomat, that's kind of like an easy way to kind of just like engineer a situation where the secret plans for the weapon could be just like placed in there. And, you know, who is going to be looking item by item at like, you know, a bunch of things that some dead guy left to someone? It would be very funny then if the name of the French diplomat also happens to be the name of a like very successful like French player. And so then because of a like, you know, bookkeeping slash registry error, the like young 21 year old football superstar ends up with this stuff and is like out of morbid curiosity goes to see what it is. And is just kind of like, who the fuck was this dude? Why did he left me these things? What is the Archimedes project and why are all these like plans here for it? Yeah, yeah. And why is there somebody in a trench coat following me everywhere now? Right, right, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As Where did those to guys the normal come from? paparazzi who he knows. So before we get too far down this rabbit hole, I just want to offer a, an adjacent rabbit hole. Please, please. This yeah. just has my Ingrid Goes West sensors on blast. Uh-huh. Sure. Of just like the super fan slash like, you know, just aspiring whatever, trying to get something to someone they have no right to be in contact with. I think the idea would be that they're not actually committing suicide or doing anything. No, they would need to fake their death. In right, this exactly. They're going to that place in that country that the crypto people go to to disappear. Right, right, right. right, right. To get, like, <laughs> when to get a fake death Stolen everybody's money. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that, actually. Yeah. But the question <laughs> is then, like, what are they trying to put into Elizabeth Olsen's hands? <laughs> like... Elizabeth Olsen playing Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> The 
is, you know, earlier you said, uh, you know, like this is how you get a script into anyone's hands. And so, and I think that that yeah, is like yeah. the stereotypical, you know, I like thing of like, you know, you really want the Hollywood producer to like read your script or something. But like, is there a different thing that it could be or, you know, or like what makes sense for it? I mean, it could be like it is it is the ultimate in senpai. Notice me, please. Yeah. Right, right. And just like with everything on fire with the the app formerly known by a bird, uh-huh. oh, God. it could be a study in like misplaced hero worship where somebody's just like, I wrote a biography about a misunderstood billionaire and they won't ever read it because I'm just somebody who uses their products. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh. This is definitely a train wreck alternatively you do it from the perspective of the celebrity so like you know i'm just yeah. gonna stick with elizabeth olsen so you know so like elizabeth olsen one is living her famous person life in la or wherever she is one day knock 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 open the door someone is there someone just passed away you're named as like the sole inheritor of like their estate and their possessions and their apartment and elizabeth olsen is like okay this is weird, That's weird. i don't know that person <laughs> you know whatever Let's go check it out. And so they go to the apartment. And the first scene in the movie is set in Elizabeth Olsen's apartment before she gets that information. She goes over to her new apartment that she just inherited in the will. And it is a goddamn exact replica of her apartment. Oh, no. Like, you know, like everything is <laughs> like, you know, surveillance, hidden camera level detail of just kind of like what Holy is shit. happening. And then she goes and like the clothes are all exactly like the clothes that she wears. And. And, you know, just like everything is just like this person was really trying to emulate my life. And I think you said a key word that brings it to a parasite, parasite uh, place, which is security. Sure, camera sure, sure. Details. Yeah. I, where was this episode of Black Mirror this season? Right, right. Because it, it feels apt. And I mean, like, it does kind of have to go to that single white female place of like, it turns out that like the person that is allegedly dead yeah. is actually hoping to take Elizabeth Olsen's place in some oh, way. Geez, like, yeah, I think yeah. that that is the natural place where this goes of just kind of like, one of us will be dead. The other one will be Elizabeth Olsen. Which one is which may surprise you. Yeah. I am so sorry, Elizabeth Olsen, if you ever listened to for me dragging you into this. It was a convenient, <laughs> you were a convenient example. Like now this yeah. ended up being like way too personal. I apologize. I have nothing but admiration for you and your work. Yikes. Yeah, I feel like it's an interesting twist on a, a story about fame, the, the all-consuming nature of it that gets told often. And like, I wonder if there is an Ingrid Goes West style trick of like the person who is fake dead, really just wanting proximity to Elizabeth Olsen for like, like her to be her friend kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But the single white female thing works, absolutely. We can also go back to Project Archimedes. <laughs> it's not too late. I propose this because you have three minutes and 30 seconds to play with. Sure, sure. Let's let's hang out for a second in that friendship version of it. Just because like I really genuinely don't know how that could develop. And I'm curious to see if we can find a thread for it in 180 seconds. Yeah, I don't so know. So I guess that it's one of those things where like the first half hour of the movie follows Elizabeth Olsen. And I'm just going to stick with this. Once again, I apologize. Gets up, receives the news, is like mildly confused, goes to the apartment. The apartment is a goddamn fucking replica of her apartment. Right. I, I think it has to maybe also like inciting incident, like they made a bad investment. They like are being sued as part of some mm-hmm. class action against 
the yeah. Avengers they thing that they supported something yeah, whatever and something is evil yeah yeah and so like that's why they're not throwing away this thing at the like right. first blush because like I don't know like there's liquidated oh, assets sure, right? sure, like, sure. Right. Use a bag. it's one of those things where you know if you're Neymar then whatever but like if you're sort of someone that is kind of famous but not as well paid as most people would think and having some like real legal troubles and it's already been published that you're gonna have to pay 30 million dollars but that doesn't count the legal fees like there's some divine timing right. for, yeah yeah and the estate is like oh it's like a three million dollar estate not like comedically big but that might be enough to just kind of be like that could really keep me afloat until this whole cancellation thing is over mm-hmm. okay i like that i like that it couldn't hurt which is also hey. a title that's brilliant zach that's i love great. that wow that's pretty great that's amazing <laughs> holy shit that's so good wow thank you thank you yeah i mean forcing someone to be their cancellation buddy who well but then i guess that like you know they go to the apartment the apartment is identical and then we need to cut to six months earlier or a year earlier or whatever yeah and see it from the person that is now allegedly dead side and this is where i'm still missing the like step one move to la and become like elizabeth olsen step two question marks question marks question marks step three friendship like i still don't know what that second step is in the plan for that matter i don't know what that second step is in the plan with the single white female version either i mean with that you just trap elizabeth olsen right there's a room in this house that I will call the room. Uh-huh. Can I interest you in Tommy Wiseau as a study for just like the kind of person that mysteriously has enough money to pull this shit off? Tons of money. Uh-huh. Sure. Has the, the rationale machine. <laughs> if we can call it that, but yes. The magical thinking. Yes, yes. Exa- there you go. To like sort of feel like one plus one can equal a million. And uh, they've maybe thought it through to like, I will get this person alone. They will then either be my friend or I will become them. So you like sort of have that like other plot as like a threat. Like, I don't yeah. want to do this, but you sure. may, you make me do this. Man, we've you come, made me we've do come it. back around to a Hitchcock thriller. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I love it. And then the question is, like, how do they reperson themselves if they are to be friends with them and that gets a little tricky and I don't know if then it's like do they need to like assume the identity yeah. of somebody else from their life do they need to like fake a person being born so that yeah, they can no, be where... that person and hope that nobody ever checks their age on their license no well, that's, <laughs> no that's I think... time so All right, well, never mind. Uh, we, it's, a, it's a problem to solve uh, at a different juncture right that's for that's for the sequel <laughs> which can be called the Archimedes Project <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> Ooh, well I hope that there's something in this man's life that Neymar will find interesting. Jeez Louise. Yeah, I hope so too. But a weird thing to do. Not necessarily a bad idea, but maybe not. Maybe not a good idea. Uh, Again, with the amount of like charities doing good work out in the world and the amount of places that could like really benefit from even a little bit of money, I'm going to go ahead and label it a bad idea. Yeah. This has been No Bad Ideas, produced by Gabrielle Urbina, Sarah Shackett, and Zach Valenti. Many thanks to our patrons for their partnership in making this show possible. And a special shout out to our idealist members, Jeffrey Felsher, Gemma, Rena, Robert Johnson, and Leap Flame. Today's episode features music by State Shirt and Jazar from freemusicarchive.org. You can support the show at nobadideaspodcast.com slash support. And if you really love this show, let us know by leaving a rating and review wherever you listen and consider sharing it with someone you love.